This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the app today. And now, here's Neil. Hi, Stevie. Thank you very much, and welcome to my second hour, everybody. Why don't you give me a call? Let's talk. 800-288-WBAP. Let's talk plants. Let's talk gardening at your place. It's going to be warm. Let's talk about how to get the plants through the summertime. Let's talk about what you need to replace after the wintertime, whatever you want to talk about. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. I'd love to have a chance to visit with you. I have open lines now. I didn't have a chance to give the phone number right at the end of the hour, so lines are open, 800-288-9227. So I begin this hour always with the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and our dog this week is named the same as my dog is, our dog. I was asked about a year and a half ago if I would mind keeping a dog uh, for a friend of our daughter's. Uh, That friend was going to be gone for three weeks, and so it was a three-week assignment. And uh, as with uh, Gilligan, I have found that the three weeks has become a little longer. I think I have a dog named Zeus. In ancient Greece, Zeus was regarded as, and and we love Zeus. Our Zeus is the best dog we've ever had. We love him. In ancient Greece, Zeus was regarded as the sender of thunder and lightning and loud and frightening. That certainly doesn't describe our Zeus here from the SPCA or our Zeus at our house. Two different dogs now, mind you. I'm I'm describing the SPCA of Texas dog from this point forward. This sweet senior of seven and a half years is a laid-back couch potato who loves his people. As an 84-pound mixed terrier pit uh, pit bulldog, he will go anywhere with you. Zeus is great in the car. He's very social out in public. If you want a dog you can take any place, Zeus is your guy. He's ready. He uh, always is ready. He has his hair combed and, and his teeth brushed, and he's ready to go at any time. He's a stocky fellow with uh, quite the large spots of brown on his rump and his torso and a smile that just won't quit. He is food, food motivated. I can understand that. And those basic commands, including sit and shake and will patiently wait for treats. Hey, I sat. Where's my treat? Zeus is a playful guy who loves toys and romping around with other dogs. He has a big, goofy personality and adores people of all sizes, especially children. Our boy Zeus is the perfect mix of goofy and affectionate, and he's itching for a loving family to share that fun with, a family to love him and give him all the treats. If you have a home with a yard that Zeus uh, Zeus needs a six-foot or higher solid fence, how does he pole vault out if he weighs 84 pounds? How does he get out of a... Well, anyway, it's not my place to question it. Zeus doesn't like to be crated, you can imagine, and he's not a huge fan of cats, nor am I. And Zeus, who is over the age of seven, qualifies as our Seniors for Seniors program. If you are age 65 or older, you can adopt Zeus. Listen to this. Price doesn't get any better for free. Please visit Zeus's profile on the SPCA of Texas website to make an appointment to meet him any day of the week from noon until 6. He's waiting just for you. And this URL is long. I'd have to ask you to sit down to write it down. Uh, scratch, uh, Search for Zeus. Scratch for Zeus. All right. Get your glasses cleaned. Um so, but it's spca.org slash adopt slash find a pet with hyphens slash dogs slash. There you are. We've got another way to find him here. Just stay with me. If you're not 65, SPCA of Texas has a cool special until the end of June, not much longer. All adult animal adoptions, animals six months and older, are only $25 at the SPCA of Texas Dallas Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive and the Ellis County Animal Care Center at 2570 Farm to Market 878 in Waxahachie. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Zeus has been neutered, 
microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. Like we say, he's ready to go out on the town. He's waiting for his new forever-loving family at the SPCA of Texas, Russell E. Dealey Animal Rescue Center, so a prior appointment is necessary to meet him. The easiest way to do that is find his profile. Here's the shorter way, at spca.org slash dogs. I don't know what that other thing was all about. This one's easy. SPCA.org slash dogs. Click on the Make an Appointment button, and Zeus's team will set everything up from there. Next thing you know, Zeus will call you. Please browse their available animals at SPCA.org slash findapet. One word, no hyphens. SPCA.org slash findapet. And visit SPCA.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or SPCA.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That is the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week for this week, sponsored today by WhizQ Stone. And uh, Mike and Derek Wiznand own and operate this business, a second- and third-generation family business in southeast Fort Worth. This is a great company. They're open uh, Monday through Saturday, so don't go out there today. But do make a destination of it at some point and go out and take a look at 22 acres of beautiful stone. Look at their website. That's a good way to start. You can do that this afternoon after church. Uh, Whiz-Q.com, Whiz-Q Stone. They've been around since 1983. Mike's dad founded the business. They have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. They have a stone for every purpose, whether you want a big landscape boulder for a statement of some sort, maybe you want to affix some piece of garden art to it, or if you want uh, a decorative uh, fountain of some sort, they have uh, stones to help build that. They have river rock. They have decorative gravel. They have paved stone, interlocking concrete pavers. And they, of course, have all the different kinds of stone for retaining walls and for patios and walkways, paths, pool decking. They have it all, and it's beautiful. Every kind of imaginable stone from the finest quarries in the southwest. Now, let me give you the contact information. It's Whiz Q Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South in far southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South. They're open Monday through Saturday, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. It's WhizQ Stone. Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. While we uh, attempt to get the phone lines all filled up again, this is your time to call, folks. I'm going to recommend to you you call now and not at a quarter of ten right before I go off the air. Mike Bass is running the boards. He is screening the calls. Give Mike a call right now. He'll get you ready to go on the air with me. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. A couple of things I want to mention that are very timely that are very critical. Uh, number one, if you have St. Augustine, as many people do in shaded areas, it is the most shade-tolerant lawn grass we have. I would highly recommend not fertilizing it between now and early September because gray leaf spot is out there among us. Uh, it will cause the lawn to look like it's been scalded. Uh, you'll see the gray-brown lesions on the grass, the blades, uh, with uh, the gray-brown spots on the leaves. Uh, there'll be elongated diamonds on the leaves. That's an indication that it has the fungus. Uh, putting nitrogen on the grass will really speed that forward. It will make it much worse in a hurry. Uh, the fungicide azoxystrobin, which is in Scott's uh, Disease X, the same fungicide that we've been using, uh, recommending for uh, take-all root rot in the spring, will control gray leaf spot. But the, the really critical thing concurrent to that is that you not put any nitrogen on your lawn until the 1st of September because nitrogen really promotes gray leaf spot. Second thing I want to mention, I have not mentioned this year yet, and that is that your time for planting fall tomato transplants is uh, in the next uh, two weeks. 
If you find some right now, you can go ahead and plant them now. If you can't find them anywhere and people tell you, no, we're not going to handle them this year, uh, then you can root your own from your spring plants. Good, healthy cuttings will root within five or six days. And uh, within two weeks, you could have transplants ready to set in the garden. But uh, you need to be thinking about that uh, fall um, uh, that fall tomato crop. It is the more productive season for growing tomatoes. And you need to have them planted by the uh, 4th to the 8th of uh, July at the, at the latest. So just keep that in mind. That's a, a very important uh, possibility for you. All right. That timing and all of that sort of thing is outlined in great detail in my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It's outlined in Chapter 2, where I have the 48-page calendar of when you do everything. It's outlined in the vegetable chapter, where I explain, uh, figuring back from the average date of the first killing freeze in the fall and why it's important that you move it back. You say, well, fall tomatoes, don't you plant them in the fall? No, if you plant them in the fall, they'll get frozen before you have any tomatoes. You have to figure back uh, and allow yourself six or eight weeks for good production. And uh, so that's what puts you to the 4th of July as your, as your average uh, uh, time for planting in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, so, but anyway, to back to my ad for my book, uh, it's uh, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. Uh, chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to do everything. And then chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I worked a month on each one of those chapters. It took a long time to get every detail that I wanted into each chapter and then to go back and, and work on all of the support photos for them and to fine-tune all of the, the uh, uh, charts, the, the, uh, all the information that I wanted to put into the, uh, uh, into the chapters. The book is exactly what I wanted the first time when I did my complete guide, but I worked through a publishing house on that, and you never feel that's done by committees where you have to you have to take what they offer, and in this case, by self-publishing, uh, I became the one who made the decisions. I leaned very heavily on Carolyn Skye and Cindy Smith for their guidance as uh, as my editor and graphic designer. We three did this book. It's the one I wanted in the first place, and here I can offer it to you now for only thirty-six ninety-five. That's a sale price for a limited time more. I hope that you will uh, consider getting it. It's printed on high-quality paper, very high-quality paper, and it's printed. Uh, it's a hardback printed in Texas. Satisfaction completely guaranteed or a full refund, and I will tell you that uh, I've not been asked to refund on any of the books I've sold, the 79,000. So I think you're going to like the book, written for every county in Texas. Now, here are the two ways you can buy it, not in stores, not on Amazon, but you can call my office and buy it. I have all of the copies uh, in storage, and uh, the ones I'm working with currently are in my garage. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow. I'll take them to the post office on Tuesday. You call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, is to order it from my website right now, and that is at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. All right, as I always do, I'll give you the uh, times for the uh, services. Uh, there are two and a half left. The uh, nine o'clock service is partway through. Tommy does four services on Sunday mornings, eight, nine, 1005, and 1110. Those are in the traditional services. There are two contemporary services at uh, 10 and 11. And then we have uh, two services at our sister church that we helped begin, and that's in Melissa. So all of that going on, 
the uh, 10.05 traditional service live streams at sharingtheheart.org. If you're unable to come to McKinney or come to our service, we'd love to have you. This obviously is our church that we attend, and I'm happy to provide this uh, mention uh, of our church, at, obviously at no charge to the church. I just uh, really moved by the love that we find in our church and the support and uh, happy to pass it along to you. First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, 315 North Church Street. It's a historic and beautiful old church, more than 100 years old. So sharingtheheart.org. Come join us, won't you please? Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair. Let me also tell you that I hope you never need their help. But if you do need their help, I'm glad that I have the chance to suggest them to you because nobody will do you a better job than the uh, team from Advanced Foundation Repair. Our area was built on the very uh, uh, shifting, changing uh, clay soil, black clay soil, the black gumbo soil. It swells when it's wet, it shrinks when it's dry, and foundations and other concrete uh, things are uh, left to uh, follow the, the, the whim of the soil. If it's not, if your foundation is not put in with deep piers and not designed properly, then odds are you're going to need the help of Advanced Foundation Repair. They will come to your home at no charge to you, no obligation to you. They will do a very thorough analysis of your foundation, and if they find cracks in your foundation, they can do it over carpet or over hardwood floors, for example. And if they find cracks, they will tell you what they are, where they are, how bad they are, and what they would do to correct the problem. And then once they, uh, once they do that, which they'll do affordably and very carefully, you get a, a guarantee of their work on your foundation, on your slab, good for the lifetime of your home, transferable from owner to owner to owner. They were the first to do a lot of this of any of the companies in North Texas, and uh, they brought their industry along a long ways. They have earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. Call them for that free home inspection at 214-333-0003. On the web, it's Foundation Repairs. Dot com advanced foundation repair two one four three 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 zero 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 three Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Snoopy, thanks a lot. We go back to our phone lines now. We go to Aubrey in Dallas. Aubrey, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello. Can you... you there? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. Sorry about that. I had to take it off of the Bluetooth. Um, so I have a little moss garden. I have a, a tiny little strip of soil in the front of my apartment. Mm-hmm. And I just put moss there because it's always wet and it's really hot. Um, and it's been doing really well. And uh, I kind of just crunched up some tree bark and some little branches and put some rocks down and uh, like inside the soil. And then I just blanketed it with moss and um, it's doing really well. But I don't know if that's I was my question was, is that going to survive through the winter and rebloom next year or or is it all going to die off? And should I just take it out like when it starts to freeze over or should I put something in sooner or what should I do? All right. And tell me about the moss. Where did you get the moss? I got it from um, a park. All right. It will make it through the winter just fine. I was afraid that you, you bought some plants that were labeled as this moss or that moss. There are all kinds of plants that get called moss. Uh, let, <laughs> let me go from the exact opposite extreme. I have a, a paved stone driveway at our home, and we live in a in a pecan forest in the shade. And in the cracks of the in the joints of the paved stone, about every five years, I have to use a power washer to get all the moss out. It comes up between all the cracks, and initially, it's just a cool look. And then the cool look gets about an inch tall, and it just <laughs> looks like it needs a razor blade. Come on, take a shave. And so we have just in, I've had uh, a couple of guys working with the power washer 
a couple hours a day for the last week, blowing that stuff out, getting down. And it's it's well-rooted. I could have supplied you a lot. It will come back. It will make it through the winter without any problem. It will flourish in the winter. That's when you'll see it really looking its prettiest. And it will it will kind of go dormant in the summertime. You're going to see less of it in the summer if it's anything like the moss that I see in my woods or in our driveway. Okay, great. So then, because I love it, it looks like a little. Right now, it looks really great. It looks really good. It was yeah. doing really well in the spring. It's it's kind of dark green now. Um, it was brighter green when it was first blooming, but I love it. So I'll just leave it, um, and That's then I'll watch it bloom again. Yep, it'll, okay, it'll, thank you so it'll much. make it fine. You bet. Thanks for the call, Aubrey. All right, let's go to Chris in, uh, yeah, see where I am. Yeah, Chris in Waco. How can I help you? Uh, yes, I was just wondering, uh, I missed out on my spring garden. I normally do, but I was wondering what best vegetables would be uh, able to survive during the summer or if I needed just to wait to the fall to do another garden. All right. Uh if you like black-eyed peas and okra, those can be planted right now. Those are the things that will handle the heat. As I mentioned on tomatoes, you're you're at the beginning of the fall garden. Tomatoes would be planted uh, if you can find the transplants or if you can grow your own cuttings. Uh, you would plant tomato transplants uh, about a week from now, but you could do it now. You could do it two weeks from now, but that's your window. Uh, in Waco, it, it could be extended about a week beyond that because you're you're going to have your first freeze about a week later. Uh, mid, uh, I'm going to go through these very quickly, uh, okay. but they're they're on uh, on my website, and they're also if you happen to have the book that I've been mentioning, they are fully detailed there. Uh, about mid July, you'll do peppers. First uh, of August, you would do a bunch of things. You'd do corn. Got green beans, squash, cucumbers. Um, trying to think if there'd be anything else. Middle of uh, August, you would have broccoli, uh, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, uh, cabbage. Uh, if uh, first of August, you'd have Irish potatoes. If you can find some certified seed potatoes, um, then late in August, first of September, you would do all the leafy and root vegetables like spinach and lettuce radishes, carrots, uh, all of those, and and, uh, and and all of that predicated on your first average freeze in Waco being in late November. Okay, great. All right. Thank all you right. so much. I You're welcome. It. You bet. Have a great day. Thanks for the call. Me too. Yes, sir, Ace is the place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks, local experts who know the right questions to ask so that you will get exactly what you need. I hope you'll stop by Ace Hardware. I have a, a special from Ace that is going to probably go over pretty well right now because it is their SmartFlow Max 50-foot premium garden hose for $34.99, but you save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card. You're going to pay only $29.99, limit of two hoses. They had this special a year ago, and I bought my two hoses, and they're great. A Smart Flow Max is the best premium hose for all your watering needs. With a 5/8 inch inside diameter and strong 400 pounds per square inch burst strength, it prevents all kinking and twisting. It is a great garden hose. It uh, is crush proof. It has crush proof couplings and triple frame technology, whatever on earth that means. A stores, they sell this great A Smart Flow Max 50 foot premium garden hose uh, for well, after your Ace Rewards card, only twenty nine ninety nine, a limit of two. Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods. You're dealing with people who are your neighbors, people you already know, people you will enjoy working with. They'll help you solve all of your gardening problems. So get in the habit of dealing with Ace hardware. They'll, uh, they'll work right with you. When you go in the door, they'll greet you. That's what means uh, so much to so many people who go in. They'll say, how can we help? And they'll refer you to the person who knows the most about the uh, topic at hand. And uh, that's what sets them apart. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. I need news, weather, and traffic at the top and 30 minutes past. Instant, it's constant, it's up to date. News Talk 820 WBAP and 99.5 FM HD2. We have uh, news coming up in just a moment. Let me give you the one phone number that we have open, just one line. We'll come back with, uh, uh, well, actually I have two, Jay and Hickory Creek. 
I will be our next call up. And the phone number, if you'd like one of the other two remaining lines, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820, WBAP. KPLX, 99.5 FM, HD2. A Cumulus Media Station. Trending now. Places to cool off. I'm Lori Waffenschmidt at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. In Mesquite, Gus Thomason Road southbound between Oates Drive and North County's Boulevard is closed due to road construction. And in Irving, the same with Loop 12 Walton Walker southbound between 114 and Union Bower Road closed due to road construction. Your WBAP weather forecast, a heat advisory in effect until 8 o'clock Monday. Today, sunny, hot with highs in the upper 90s, but the heat index values will be up to 109 this afternoon. Tonight, mostly clear, humid with lows in the lower 80s. Right now, it is 85 degrees in Dallas, 88 degrees in Fort Worth. More extreme heat is in the forecast. Scott Daniels with the City of Fort Worth's Neighborhood Services Department says the city is ready to help those who need a break from high temperatures and humidity. This summer, the City of Fort Worth has teamed up with Reliant Energy uh, to make sure that we have three community centers open with our lobbies, with air conditioning, and more to beat the heat. Fort Worth residents will be able to visit the Martin Luther King Jr., Como, or Northside Community Centers. The leader of the Wagner Group marched his mercenaries towards Moscow on Saturday before ordering them to return to bases in Ukraine when they were within 125 miles of Moscow. Representative Victoria Sparts, Republican of Indiana, reacts to the news on Fox and Friends weekend. I think Putin is afraid, you know, that he might have these people turn at him. So they were trying to force him to sign contracts with Russian Minister of Defense because he worries that these bandits can't turn on him. Russian officials have warned Western countries against possible use of the domestic Russian situation to achieve their Russia-phobic goals. Again, a heat advisory in effect until 8 o'clock tomorrow. From the WBAP News Desk, I'm Lori Waffenschmidt. Your next news update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and keep connected to News Talk 820 WBAP 99.5 FM HD2. Thank you, Lori. Again, the phone number, if you'd like to call, this is your chance. You're going to run out of time if you if you wait much longer. 800-288-WBAP. 800-288-9227. Call right now. Here's some great news from Baylor Scott & White Health. You've been hearing them uh, talk about this. They are sponsors of this entire hour, and they have been for, well, since 2005. You think I'm grateful for... Baylor Scott and White, well, for that sponsorship, yes, but they also have been so important to our family over all that time. They saved our daughter's life back in 2005. Yeah, I'm kind of kind of partial to Baylor Scott and White. They have made it easy for all of us now to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. We can get virtual care whenever and wherever we need it, like right now or later tonight. Whenever, wherever, even on weekends, when allergies start acting up while we're out in the garden or doing whatever you do, uh, when you run into a stinging creature or poison ivy. The best part is that you don't even have to stop what you're doing to get the care that you need. You can stay focused on doing what you love. It's as simple as texting BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download My BSW Health today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER to 88408. That's Baylor, Scott and White Health. My BSW Health. Text BETTER to 88408. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. Constant need for information. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. Have you noticed how many trees have been broken in the wind of the last uh, week or two? Those are trees that really needed to have been checked by Arborological Services. Their experts could have determined that these trees were weak and were in jeopardy. I hope that never happens to you. I have a tree that I'm looking at at our home, and they're going to be out as soon as they can get us scheduled. 
we're an existing customer, and, and that may move you ahead in the line just a little bit. I'm not asking any special favors. But you, you get to a point where you look at a tree and you think, I hope that is safe and, and good. We had I had a call yesterday on one of my programs, and uh, as the person described a, uh, I believe it was a pecan tree that had been hit by lightning, and uh, she was concerned about it. It had a crack through the trunk, and uh, the top was gone, had been gone for years, and a crack now has developed down the trunk. And I said, you need to get a certified arborist. They were outside this area, and I know that arborological services wouldn't be able to get to her tree. But I said, this is why you need somebody as good as arborological services to take a look at that tree, because they can predict whether it will have any problem or not. They, they are the veterans. They are the ones who are experienced in reading trees. They think trees 24-7, these folks at Arborological Services. It's interesting to me as I, as I drive around and see other companies with their tree equipment and their, their signs on their trucks, how many of them have tried to emulate, copy, in fact, Arborological Services, either by name or by logo. I, I guess Steve Hauser has done something to say, hey, don't do that. I'm not aware of it. It's just interesting. Uh, as they say, imitation is the greatest form of flattery, and people uh, really do try to imitate his company because they are the best. They are known to be the best. They are recognized. That's why so many of the awards either are named for his people or for, his, uh, for him or for his company. Arborological services, leaders in their industry. That's the kind of company you want dealing with your trees. That's why they're the only people who will ever touch our trees. Proud to represent them, proud to recommend them. 866-552-7267. They are strictly Dallas, Tarrant counties, the surrounding counties, especially Collin and Denton counties. They are not trying to conquer the world. They're just trying to take good care of the trees in their world. 866-552-7267, arborological.com. It's Arborological Services. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, so you don't have to drop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, sir. And we go back to the phone lines, which are full. Thank you. Thank you, friends. You are wonderful. Anybody told you that lately? Let's go to Jay in Hickory Creek. I hope he's not in the creek. Jay, this is Neil. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. I'm not in the creek. Good. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Uh, we always appreciate all your information. Thank you. A question, hopefully it's uh, not too annoying, annoying to you because I know pre-emergent questions come up all the time. That's okay. This is more of a process. Okay, great. It's more of a process question. I know, generally speaking, you put it down uh, every 90 days. The first application, I know you help and, you know, specify the, the range. But did I also hear you say a good way to predict when you should put it down is also about two weeks? Um, what is it, before the average freeze? Oh, or no. Is that something? Okay, not? Okay. Oh, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I know what you're talking about. Uh, the way that I can tell somebody, they, they call me and let's just say that they're in, I'm going to pick a, a random town for which I don't know the average date of the first killing, uh, last killing freeze in the spring, Sanderson, Texas. You ever been to Sanderson, okay. Texas? I have not. <laughs> I have, but I don't know when their last killing freeze is. It's out, out by Fort Stockton. Um, so I will tell them to, to ask on, on Google, what is the average date of the last killing freeze in Sanderson, Texas? And it'll tell them it's such and such a date, back that up by two weeks. And that would be the time to put out the first application of a pre-emergent weed killer, which out there would be for grass burrs. So, okay. um, and, and then the next one would be 90 days after that. Okay. All right. Understand that. Yeah. So then... Your last application, if you do it in September, uh, that's that's not that's, that's not last. That's a totally it, it's a different thing, uh, Jay. The the first the the two are in the spring, the the one that we make uh, in we'll just say in March, and then the follow up the booster shot is in June. 
those two travel together. They're a tandem. You have to have the two of them to get you for crabgrass and grass spurs. And then the other one is not the last one. It's the other one is for the winter weeds, and that one goes at Labor Day, and that one doesn't vary uh, much in the state. You could go a little after Labor Day in South Texas, and in our area okay. you need to be there by Labor Day, not any after. Okay. So then if you do that application – is that for the last of any weeds that might come up, or is that sitting in the ground and prohibits weeds, what, after winter is over? No, no. That's that's why I, why I said that's not the last. That one is for a different purpose altogether. That is for winter weeds. Uh, we, have, we have two categories of weeds. We have cool season weeds and we have warm season weeds. We have some weeds that, that sprout in, in uh, April, or May, or June, or July, and that grow in the hot weather. They're out there doing their thing right now. They love what we have right now. Those are warm season weeds. They're crazy. Yeah, they they love growing it at 130 degrees in the hot, you know, soil. Uh, but that's crabgrass and grass spurs. And then we have cool season weeds that that germinate in the in the fall, and grow early in the spring, like in February and March. Kind of like the blue bonnets do, like the wildflowers do. They they germinate in fall and grow when it starts to warm up in the spring, and that's what that September application is for. You put it out to keep them from sprouting in September and October. It's not any. It has nothing to do. It has nothing to do with uh, the the spring weeds, the crabgrass and grasspers. And here is where it gets really confusing. If I haven't lost you yet, I will on this next <laughs> sentence. The, the product you buy the 1st of September or in late August is labeled as crabgrass preventer because that's what they put on the label. They, they couldn't sell enough of it as, uh, as, as winter weed preventer, so they label it as crabgrass preventer. It's the same product, just used differently in, in, uh, in 1st of September. So that gets really confusing. People assume they're putting it out then for crabgrass, and they're not. So okay. did I just lose you? Did I succeed? Have I made it yet? <laughs> you have. You have. Always appreciate okay. you. Thank you so much. No, I wasn't trying to lose you. It's, it, it is confusing, and I, I understand. It's just, it is confusing for folks. It's, it's hocus pocus. You're trying to prevent something you can't see yet. That's true. That's true. All right. Thank you, sir. I'm glad you called. Thank you for waiting on me. appreciate that. All right. Let's see where we are time-wise. Oh, we're in good shape. Uh, that line is open, and I know I'll get back around to it. 800-288-9227. Let's go to Christy in Dallas. Christy, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you? We have a new house, and it has some very overgrown shrubs. Um, using your book, I have identified them as variegated privet, uh, Texas sage, and some really tall hollies on the along the back fence. And so I'm wondering, when is the best time to remove those, cut them back, prune them? All right. Um, all right. That's two different questions. Remove, okay. you can do it any time. <laughs> okay. Uh, because it doesn't matter. Um, and cut them back and prune them are the same question. And, yes. And the best time to do that would be uh, probably uh, January and very early February because then okay. you get to take advantage of all of the regrowth from the springtime. Uh, there comes a time, however, when you move into a house and you look at the thing and you say, <laughs> oh, my goodness, do I want to look at that for seven more months or whatever it adds up to? And if if you just can't stand it or if the plants are in the case of texas sage they were hurt so badly by the cold in many cases maybe you say i just don't want to look at these mangled plants you you go in and and you do that pruning now but you you would not do a huge pruning job on plants now that you might do okay. in in uh, jan in january early february i have some hollies well i didn't cut mine as much as some people do uh, Stonebridge Ranch, for whatever the reason, uh, cut some needlepoint hollies or willow leaf, it's the same plant, back to 18 inches. I mean, there was not a leaf left on them. Uh, they had been four or five feet tall, and they came back. Almost all of them came back. I, I never would have had And this was miles of them, miles of uh, long a fence, fences. And they came back. This is in, Mc, in McKinney near where our son lives. And uh, I would never have done that, but I've 
cut some of my hollies back by oh, a third to 40 percent and I did it in January and they came back quite well it they don't look very good for a little while but they come back I wouldn't dare do that now they've they've invested all that energy into producing leaves for this growing season and to do that heavier pruning right now would be pretty hard on them okay and then with regard to the variegated privet I know your book says it does it's not recommended if we took those out, um, and they are huge, uh, if we took those out, what would you recommend for a replacement for them? How tall a shrub are you looking for? Oh, probably um, three to five feet. Okay. Uh, that's the, the problem. A lot of times people buy it uh, because it looks really, it is a cool-looking plant. I'm talking about the the white variegated one, not the mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. the sunshine. Um, it's a, a cool looking plant, but then it, it grows to 8 or 10, 12 feet tall, and it reverts to green. And green privet is the worst thing you can get because it does seed and, and becomes invasive. Um, so after you take it out and are sure it's all gone, I would use, uh, that's a, a height that is... Um, there aren't a lot of choices in the three or four foot range. At five mm-hmm. feet, you may pick up a few more, but at three to four feet, I'm going to be in the dwarf hollies to start with, uh, very much so. I'd have a dwarf yopon, uh, carissa holly, uh, dwarf burford. I'd have dwarf Chinese. A lot of people don't like all the prickles that it has on it, but it doesn't bother me. I have it right by my front door. Nobody's ever complained. Um, maybe not to me anyway. Um <laughs> So those are four uh, Nandinas. There are several Nandinas that would fit in that category. Uh, compact Nandina is excellent, um, but there are others. I, I, uh, any any of the uh, uh, compact and smaller Nandinas would be wonderful. I'm not as big a fan of the compact Abelias. They tend to flop around a lot, and I'm absolutely not a fan of Loripedalums. Some people use them, and they, they're kind of like the variegated uh, privet they look great for a year or two but then they die and and variegated ligustrum uh, privet gets uh, uh, too tall quite the opposite problem i'm not a fan of dwarf wax myrtles because they thin out and die um that, that may be my list it may be my starting point i might be forgetting something but in my own landscape those are the ones that i use mostly Okay, so no for the Albelias and the Laurapedlums and the dwarf um, crepe myrtles. Uh, Dwarf crepe myrtles would be beautiful if you have full sun. The only problem would be if if you're going to use them near a walk or something, they don't look very good part of the year. I'm a crepe myrtle enthusiast, and I use them Mm -hmm. anywhere I can, but they need full sun, and they need to be backed by an evergreen so that you you'll see through them in the winter they'll just be a pile of sticks and you need something to back them up that is evergreen that will give some uh, depth to the bed okay sounds great yeah if you if you go with dwarf crepe myrtles in that range uh definitely the the best of all of them uh in my opinion are the old varieties called petite uh petite red embers petite pinky uh, and and those they were developed by Monrovia Nursery uh, back in 1960 and introduced and they still are in the marketplace. You may have to look two or three places. Callaway's has uh, has them one or two at a time. Uh, most years you may not find all of them in in the same Callaway's, but they'll have them. Uh, Covington's has them, and uh, others uh, will have them. I think North Haven has them. Uh, those are all uh, fairly close to you. And, Great. Uh, they're they're beautiful. That one is a really pretty series of, of dwarf crepe myrtles. I, I have Thank you. Loved. Yeah, you betcha. All right. Well, good luck. All right, Tom and Joshua will come to you right on the other side of this. So stay with me. Another crepe myrtle question, but of a different sort. So I love crepe myrtles. I guess it has become very obvious over my career. Let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Garden. In fact. In my book, we have all of the known varieties of crepe myrtles listed along with the best, the rankings of which are the best by size. The The poster that I did uh, about eight or nine years ago is replicated in the book. 
so you can see all these different varieties and uh, and and the list of all the petites for example and all the other varieties that might be something that you would enjoy seeing all 120 varieties so there you are uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, and it has that 1990 hardiness zone map that is the more accurate of the hardiness zone maps, more so than the 2012 revision. It was so heavily influenced by those warm winters of the early 2000s that uh, when we hit the winter of 2014 and the winter of uh, the last couple of winters, oh my goodness, we are not in zone 8, like it says. <laughs> so that's just chapter one. Chapter two is the uh, is the uh, uh, chapter that is the calendar that tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of your plants. If you if your question begins, Neil, when should I do this or that? It's answered in in chapter two. Chapters three through eleven are trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables, and. Uh, just a lot more than 25 multi-page charts like that crepe myrtle chart that I mentioned to you. That's a, a really useful tool. Um, and so are the others, for that matter. This book is not in stores. It's not on Amazon. It's available only from my office or my website. You either call my office or go to my website to buy it. It's only $36.95, and uh, that's a real bargain for you. Um, and it is a hardback printed on high-quality paper and printed in Texas. 840 photographs, 344 pages, and uh, your satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll buy it back from you at full price. No questions asked. I've uh, been making that offer since the first book I sold, and uh, I'll make it to you right now. 79,000 copies sold and not one request for refund. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I sign every copy as it sells. Here are the two ways you can buy it. You call my office Monday through Friday, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769, or you order it right now at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. For more than 20 years, I've told you about Advanced Foundation Repair, leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. How would you like to have a greenhouse? How about a Mueller greenhouse? That's uh, homegrown goodness at its best. They've been, been producing quality steel buildings and metal roofing right here in Texas for more than 90 years. Well, now they're producing greenhouses. They started out with small ones, a 6x9 and a little larger. Now they're up to 12 by 21 foot ones. And, you know, you can put them side by side if you need more greenhouse space. They feature a galvanized steel frame with more than 30 designer trim colors from which to choose. With hail-resistant polycarbonate panels, lockable walk doors and windows, a Mueller greenhouse will let the sun shine in while it protects your plants year-round. Don't let the weather ruin what you've worked so hard to produce. Get yourself a great greenhouse from a great Texas-grown company, Mueller. Right here in Texas, they have 36, soon to be 38 locations. They can also help you online. They can help you uh, on the phone. They are all about helping you. That's MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER. That's 877-268-3553. Mueller means more. Mueller means greenhouses. News Talk 820, WBAP, FM 99.5 HD2, and WBAP.com. And I'll finish up by telling you about Neil Sperry's eGardens, my free electronic newsletter from my computer where I do my typing. I do all the writing on it with the exception of three stories per month. And uh, it comes directly from there. Well, Gretchen at my office puts it together, uh, but it comes directly then to your email via constant contact. 
One thing I always promise you is I will never spam you. I'm not going to send you anything that says because you have signed up for eGardens. Here's a, a special offer from Neil. It doesn't work that way at all. You'll never get that, nor will you ever get any kind of an email from any of our advertisers or anybody else. I never give or sell our email address out. I don't have it. Constant Contact has it. I don't have it. So uh, here is what you will get. You'll get a weekly newsletter Thursday, a little after 6 p.m., that looks like an old-fashioned garden section with a featured plant of the week, a featured uh, 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 that we call a feature that we call gardening this weekend, where I point out the 12 or 15 things that are most critical to get done in the ensuing three days of that weekend, so that you can go out the next day on Friday and get all the supplies that you'll need, and then answers to 10 or so gardening questions sent in by our readers. That's what eGardens is about. Now, if you want to see what it looks like before you sign up for it. You can do them on the same page. Go to neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, then click on that eGardens tab, and you can look at a sample, the most recent example, and you can also sign up at the same time. Join 80,000 other people. Take a look at Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor, Baylor Scott & White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights, and Saturdays and Sundays on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much. And we go to Tom and Joshua. Tom, this is Neil. How can I help you this morning? Good morning. Morning. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I've got a crepe myrtle in my front yard. It's about eight inches in diameter, maybe about 16 or so, 18 feet tall. Um, it's just suddenly, within the last week, started losing leaves. And it's probably left about a third of the leaves. didn't turn brown. They just fell off green. Uh, the bark's also peeling, which I understand is normal for a crepe myrtle. Yeah, that's uh, normal. I looked at it, didn't I didn't see any bugs anywhere. I didn't see any powdery substances, nothing. Are the leaves shiny at all, Tom? I'm going to run out of time. I need to be careful. Uh, Are the leaves shiny? Yes, and it seems to have slowed down today. The the wind's not really blowing. Okay, yeah, hang on. Just answer my question quickly so I don't run out of time. If the leaves are shiny, you may have either crape myrtle bark scale or you may have aphids. Look closely at the stems. Uh, to see if you see any white insects on the stems. Look closely at the leaves, to, as you are, apparently are doing, for uh, little pear-shaped insects that would be the aphids. Uh, you may need to spray with a, an imidacloprid, I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D, spray. If you go to crepemyrtletrails.org, there's a lot of information there. I'm just out of time. I'm so sorry. Happy gardening, everybody.